0: We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at aibox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. Today, I wanna to talk about what ChatGPT could mean for the future. We want to dive a little bit into the future, look at some of the implications of this technology on the way work and other areas are going to change. So without further ado, let's dive into it. We all know what ChatGPT is. It's a natural language processor. Um, very advanced, and I guess when we're looking at how exactly this is gonna affect the future, I think it's important to look at how it works. Um, something that's really important to know is that ChatGPT is so advanced; it's been trained on over forty-five um, terabytes of text data, so that's about equivalent to three million books. So this thing is very robust. Um, it's based on a deep learning architecture called a transformer so a transformer is essentially just a type of neural network um, that is specifically designed to process sequential data such as text so um, looking at things in a sequential order the transformer architecture is based on the concept of attention um, which is a mechanism that allows the model to selectively focus on certain parts of the input sequence when processing it. So, sounds technical, but what that means is pretty much when you ask ChatGPT a question like, write me an essay about Arnold Schwarzenegger in 2010, um, it's able to look at uh, specific areas of your question and determine which of those are most important. So, subject matter, Arnold Schwarzenegger, year 2010, essay, task that you're looking to get done, right? So. It's able to kind of break it down into like a, a, a systematic way that a computer program could understand um, and that's something that wasn't previously available or previously possible with other ai models so the training process for ChatGPT is divided into a couple stages first pre-training and fine-tuning so during the pre-training stage the model is trained on a really large data set like wikipedia or um common crawl data set which essentially just means uh websites that have opted that uh, for you know companies like google or chat gpt to be able to crawl all of their data um, and so this pre-training process is what gives chat gpt its deep understanding of language and its ability to generate coherent responses right because it's reading all these articles from websites that you know it used to train off a lot of content that was on twitter and other places so that's kind of where it understands the language because it's, it's been trained off of all that. So in the fine tuning stage, the model is trained on a smaller data set. So, um, that's specific to the task it's going to be performing. So for example, if ChatGPT is being trained to be a consumer service chat bot, it's going to be fine tuned on a data set of consumer service conversations. So this fine tuning process is what allows ChatGPT to adapt to specific use cases and become more accurate and effective. Um, and so they've been able to fine-tune this in a lot of different areas, right? They've been able to help it write articles They've been able to help uh, it be a chat bot. They've been able to use this thing for writing product descriptions um, And they've fine-tuned the chat bot the chat GPT off of a whole bunch of data sets of those specific things so What does this mean for the future? So ChatGPT, it represents a really significant advancement in conversational AI technology. I think everyone's aware of that, right? The first time you use it, this thing is incredible. It it really, uh, you can see just all the ways that this is going to change everything. Um, And so its potential impact on the future is really, really massive. And here's some ways that I think that ChatGPT is going to shape the future. Um, of conversational AI. Number one, I think it's going to result in improved customer service. So one of the most immediately practical applications of ChatGPT, one of the things that first got uh, launched into, um, and actually not just ChatGPT, but the previously before that, OpenAI had what was called the da Vinci model, and they had a couple other models of, you know, essentially uh, um, something that could talk and respond to questions. Um, and people are using those for customer service chatbots. So they've become really common in the field, and it's for a pretty good reason, um, because essentially they can save companies a lot of time and money by handling really simple inquiries and directing customers to the right resources. Um, So for example, if a company finds they get a ton of people messaging their customer service representatives asking about specific features or specific products, um, essentially they can write a series of prompts, just like when you create prompts for ChatGPT, where Um, you know, chat GPT might be installed on a website with a specific prompt that says, you know, what product are you wanting help with today? And someone says, uh, what product and then chat GPT gets that. And it, you know, like, let's say you are talking about a specific model of TV. It sends you over to the chat bot built for that specific model of TV. And it might say, you know, what problem are you having with this model of TV? And they say, you know, like, uh, the power won't turn on. And so then it, it has like, Um, All the problems segmented out that are common, you know, like every website has like frequently asked questions, whatever, same thing. So then it will send you over to the chatbot specifically to help people address that uh, problem, which will run through the prompt they've created for like that chatbot that they're sending you to based on ChatGPT. It's like a prompt that says when someone has a problem with the power, suggest these five different things, walk them through. Um, you know, these different steps they can take to try to fix their problem or solve the problem. Anyways, it can get pretty elaborate, right? Because you could have tons of different products, um, tons of different problems, but you can program these things to be really good at responding in a very natural way. And so uh, while, you know, it might be complex to get something like this set up, this is saving like thousands of hours of actual humans having to go and just respond to the same, you know, like frequently asked questions, the same frequent problems that people have. So that's the first way um, I see it making a really big impact. Uh, The second is virtual personal assistance. So ChatGPT is going to have a really big impact um, in the development of virtual personal assistance. So existing virtual assistants like Siri and Alexa are useful for, you know, for handling basic tasks, pretty much like setting reminders or playing music, but they really lack the ability to hold extended conversations or provide like pretty much in-depth assistance. So, GPT has the potential to change that with its advanced language processing that we've all seen and tried. um, It can act as a really powerful virtual assistant and I've actually seen people set this up before. There's different apps you can use uh, that can connect to ChatGPT and on your phone, if you have an iPhone, you could actually select uh, different keywords to say that will trigger Siri to um, query its answers instead of from like the internet or something from chat gpt so it's there's some really cool things that people are starting to do I, I see this trend improving in the future and i see this being a very powerful virtual assistant that can answer and help you in virtually every area that chat gpt could and it's all audio it's all on your phone um, and so it's really quick and very it's really going to help people um, to be more effective and productive so one other area i see this is the field of translation so i have personally um, had some a pretty interesting experience. I own the app self pause. It's a positive affirmation meditation app. And we recently introduced a AI life coach into the app. And what's really crazy is, um, you know, it, you know, it, it took like a week or two working on making different prompts and the technology working with our developers to get this AI life coach feature integrated into it. And then i was thinking like man this would be so cool if we could have this for other languages because you know it was, it was in english but we do have a lot of users in other languages and i was like man it'd be super cool if this this could be in other languages and so i went to essentially we have um a series of different prompts that we have integrated with uh open kind of like ChatGPT, but a different thing they have called davinci um and so we have a series of prompts we've integrated to create like this ai life coach and it's super long. Each of these prompts is like a page long because it's pretty much telling Chad GPT how to be a life coach What to say how to walk people through this conversation and we want to translate in different languages So we literally just added the line of text respond to users in whatever language they message you and this is a little uh, Easter egg if you ever have our app um, You might be talking to it in English and all of a sudden you can say something in French um, and it will respond instantly in perfect uh, a perfect response the same uh, the same flow that the AI life coach is being taught to do, but all of a sudden just switches languages to whatever language you're messaging in it. So really, really cool. I was absolutely blown away, right? Because normally when you do developmental projects, uh, you know, we got our whole app translated, self-pause that uh, same app. We got it translated into four new languages, and that took like two or three months to get all the all the areas of that translated. But this AI life coach feature, which is, you know, pretty advanced AI, like one line of text we literally got the whole thing translated into every language in the world in like 10 minutes so very very powerful and I see this uh, being something that can help people because um, it, it really understands the meaning of a lot of these words and so the translations can come across really well. Um, another area which I touched on a minute ago is just improved mental health services so like I said I have the AI Life Coach app self pause and I think that these chatbots that uh, we've integrated, and we have a whole bunch of new ones that we're integrating in. So, ones to help you set goals, ones to help you overcome addictions, ones to help you um, find areas you're struggling with and find solutions for them. And I think that um, in addition to that, just you know, finding a place that people can go and get like some sort of empathetic response. You know, they know they're talking to an AI, but sometimes you don't really want to tell your problems to an actual person. Um, and so this, I honestly think is going to be a really big area. I know for me personally, everyone's different, right? But I know for me personally, um, being able to tell my tell my problems to an AI actually has more of an appeal than telling them to an actual person. And I guess people that have uh, privacy issues or other things, this could be a really big area, I think, um, is mental health support. So the one thing that we do need to consider is the ethical concern. So as with any new technology, there's also ethical concerns that need to be considered when it comes to ChatGPT. One of those concerns is that the model could be used to create fake news or manipulate public opinion, obviously. Um, there, you could People can use this for a lot of negative things. I've, I've heard of people saying that hackers use this to generate um, like really realistic uh, emails to people that are, Um, You know like tricking them into giving them their passwords or their credit cards or you know all the different spam that we see and And of course that's nothing that like wouldn't be done without ChatGPT, but maybe it could make it faster and better So maybe they'll need to focus on putting safeguards in place for that specifically and to be honest um, I Yeah, it that it kind of makes sense and I'm sure that they're gonna tackle this problem and we we hope you know That they'll be able to find solutions for it. So wrapping up the podcast today In conclusion, I would say ChatGPT is incredibly powerful, Um, some massive steps forward as far as technology goes with this, and with its deep understanding of language and the ability to generate natural-sounding responses, ChatGPT has the potential to revolutionize the way we interact with technology, like period. Like, this is massive. I think this is equivalent of the internet being created today. Um, I think it can be used to improve customer service, mental health, Uh, Support assist in language learning and translations act as a more human like virtual assistant Um, It's important to think of the ethical implications of this technology and to ensure that we're uh, using it in a responsible way Um, And as AI technologies continues to advance, I think it's going to be important to remain really vigilant and ensure that this is being used in ways that benefit society as a whole. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast.